Welcome to God Mom the Podcast, a podcast seeking to spread God's word through relationships, experience, and testimonies. I'm your host, Maya Holloman. A relationship is the way two people are connected. It is the way two behave towards each other. And in order to convey a relationship, I thought, what a better way than to invite someone that I have a relationship with into the podcast. In today's episode, I talk with God mom, Drusilla Holloman. She is a discharge coordinator at a youth home, currently residing in Little Rock, Arkansas. She is very dear to my heart, very close, and I could not have imagined doing my first podcast co-host episode with any other person than my best friend, my sister. And we discussed Isaiah 43 um, 18 and 19, if you want to go ahead and open up your Bibles and um, read that before you lit, take the listen or whatever you would like to do, just listen to the podcast. If you like what you hear in this episode, please rate this podcast five stars and subscribe. Episodes are released on Saturday every week. And as you can see, this episode is released late because I did not realize how long it would take to actually edit a podcast and i am learning as we go and i want to just be as transparent as possible as i go through this process because i don't want you guys to be like where is this girl what is she doing um i just want you guys to always know and be um aware of what's going on this uh podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. If there is something that grabs your attention as you are listening, um, if you would like to comment about something, a question you might have for me or the co-host, um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at God Mom the Podcast. If you are listening on Anchor, you can leave a voice message, which could get you the opportunity to be on the podcast. I could just add your voice into the podcast and answer your question, or just play your video, um, your voice message to the audience if you would like to just give any advice to the audience. Again, because this is a podcast promoting village, I would love for us to be supportive of each other and grow each other and help each other out through this. And that is what God would love us to do. Stop what you're doing and go to Instagram right now. When you get there, go to your search, type in underscore, period, smile, clothing, and experience true outerwear you get sweats sweatpants you can get the full suit and it is a clothing brand called smile it represents see miracles in life every day and it's just a reminder that every single day after a stressful day after a good day sit back relax and in your nice clothing and think to yourself what miracles happened on this day again you can find smile clothing at underscore period smile clothing and the information will be also in the description box so you can check them out now back to the podcast good morning good morning how are you i am doing fine i'm doing well that is so good to hear thank you so much for being here i really appreciate you 
so so much thanks and for I, having me thanks for having me and thank you for being like my first person because you know i just realized it's something that i'm gonna have to do in the future make sure i send it out right because i can't redo it so thank you <laughs> our relationship is that um you're my sister not only are you my sister like by blood um you're also my sister in Christ. Um, that's our relationship. Thank you. I feel the same exact way. Same. <laughs> like my best friend. Yes. Yes. Um, how many years have we known each other? That's a tricky question. Um, we've actually known each other for twenty-five years. That's a long time. It is a long time. A blessing. <laughs> It, it reminds me that it reminds me of our age <laughs> when I hear that we have been friends for or known each other, of course, for 25 years. And for those of you who don't know, um, we could talk about that later on in the future about how it's been 25 years. Or you can ask us that question in the comments. In the podcast, I want to do a moment in time. It's an honest moment where we just talk about a struggle that we've been through because we've all been through struggles. And I believe that it's very important for people to hear struggles that we go through because sometimes we feel alone when we're going through struggles or something that isn't like didn't go the way we wanted to. Uh, we think that, oh, I'm the only person that this happened to. And I just want to get into the the rhythm, get into the, um, yeah, get into the rhythm of letting people know that you are not alone. So I'm going to go first if that's okay. That's fine. All right. So today my honest moment is that I really, really, truly suck at texting. Like I don't text back for a really long time and it has brought two things. Like it has really revealed two things about myself. Um, and that I have to check about myself um, when I think about texting. So I, I suck at texting, but when people don't text me back, I get so angry. Like, why didn't they text me back? All I did was ask them a question. And recently, like literally, I was driving home, um, driving back to Arkansas from Texas, and I realized that I had been upset with this one particular person for some time because I would text them and they would not text me back. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit was like, girl, do you not see how many unread messages you have okay. in your text messages? Okay. And exactly, like, how dare you? <laughs> and the second thing that really honestly, like, slapped me in my face about texting was um, I have a therapist. And on his website with the therapist, I, I use BetterHelp which is great. Anybody that's looking for a therapist. Um, and you can sign up to talk to your therapist in multiple ways. You can text your therapist. You can talk to them virtually, like face-to-face, -face, or you can do a phone call. Well, honest, I'm a little, I'm a little shy, just a tiny bit, but I just need to break out my shell. But anyways, I will prefer to text people in my mind rather than talk to them. I don't know why, even though I don't like texting and I suck at it. And it was talking to you, actually, when I was like, I don't really know what's going on. This doesn't seem to be working. That you was like, first and foremost, let's start here. 
why are you texting your therapist you don't even like to text exactly yes and uh, I just was like wow and I appreciate that because I did reschedule my um, next therapy and it's going to be on the phone so just being honest in that moment did help me so that's also why I want to have these moments because when we practice being honest we are able to see ourselves Mm -hmm. when I say what's going on I'm able to see oh I'm able to become self-aware because I'm being honest not trying to pretend to be somebody else or pretend to have it all together so with that being said would you like to share an honest moment with us yeah, I don't mind. Um, right now, I think a very honest moment for me, what I'm struggling right now in is I'm a person of understanding. Like, I always feel like I need an understanding of everything. So it's hard for me to let go of certain situations because I don't understand. Like, I don't get why. Like, why me? Or why did that person do this to me? Or why did that person not do that to me? Or... You know, so I'm learning how to be okay with understanding that some people aren't able to communicate that well. Some people aren't able to say, like, Drew, that really hurt my feelings. They'd rather, like, ghost you and not talk to you or no, no more from something that you don't even know why. So that's something that I'm really struggling with right now, like letting go of situations that some people really don't want to talk about. Yes. Uh, I guess that it's was- hard, though. It is. It is. I guess we would have to like sit in a moment and be like, okay, what about those times when I don't want to talk? What do I do when I don't want to talk? How do I get through that? Um, And seeing if there's another way to maybe reach out, I guess. I don't know, but I appreciate your honest moment right there because I struggle with that too. So hopefully somebody will come in and, and let us know, give us some help, send us a DM to let us know how um we can move past it in our next step like how do I let go of that type of control that's what it really is like having that control over this relationship to believe like why would they not why would they not just tell me what's going on or why would they not just communicate because I do it I communicate with them why can't they communicate with me and it go back it like it like it like goes all the way back to like thinking like, did I ever say something to make them feel like I judge them? Or I'm I'm a self person too. Like I self evaluate myself before I say something to anybody else. So I beat myself up. Like what did I do to make them feel like they couldn't just tell me that? Like why you just ain't say that? Yes. Type of thing. Yes, I feel like this is a really good honest moment as well because I, um, when I think about our scripture that we're gonna go over in a little bit, I, I think that it's gonna like really relate to it. But before, same, we do same, that, same. <laughs> but before, but a quick question. Um, this is God Mom the podcast. So, um, what's really important to me? I said this in the first episode is that we have a world a world full of God moms, God dads, God parents, just people who want to um, mentor, to tell people about God, to just raise up the next generation or the people around us to be better. Um, so are you a God mom? Yes, I am. Okay. So could you do me a favor and name one glow? So a great part of being a God mom and one grow something that you could do better. 
Um, one glow about being a godmom. I have two god children. Uh, one is a girl, one is a boy. Um, the glow would probably be um the enjoyment moment of having children that that didn't didn't come from me, but they are my children. Like when I go around, I feel like they're happy to see me. It's always like. Um, they call me T.T. Drew, but T.T. Drew, I want to go with T.T. Drew. Or it's just the joy of having somebody that's joyful to see you. That's such a child. Like, you don't really have to enjoy my time. You are a child. Like, it's just the joy of knowing somebody is joyful to have you around. That's that's a glow. Um, a grow would be that because of the distance, both of my godchildren stay in Blavon and I'm in Little Rock. Um, that's like three hours and 45 minutes away, four hours rounded up. I hate the distance. Um, I feel like I'm not able to be there for them as much as I would like to. I feel like I want to, I feel like I'm more of a pop in and out rather than like, today is my Christmas party. Come to my Christmas party. Today I got a game. Keep coming to my game. So I feel like a girl would be me being more in intentional with spending time with them co-hosts are given a scripture ahead of time so that we can reflect on it because the point of god mom is to talk about god's word and i want to still do that when we have a co-host i also believe that talking about the word we get new revelations about the word and today our um scripture will come from isaiah 43 18 and 19 and before we get to the scripture, I just want to give a little context about what was happening before the scripture. Um, so so that I know that sometimes we read scripture and we take it completely out of context. And so we use it where it does not need to be used. And so I just want to make sure we know what is happening before we get to 18 and 19 from Isaiah 43 before we dive into that. I get you. All right. So verse... Before um, verse 18, we have verse 1 through 17, of course. But what I really want to focus on what is what happens in verse 1 through 7. And the author, Isaiah, who is writing Isaiah, is relying a message to the Israelites from God. They have been putting other people before God, just tripping, for lack of better words, veering away from their relationship with the person who delivered them out of Egypt from their enemy. <laughs> um, and God is still so loving so caring that even though they were not doing what he called them to do he still wanted to have a conversation with them and he just wanted them to have an understanding he wanted them to be able to see like hey i know that you might not feel that this relationship is beneficial right now but let's let's talk about it and so he says um he tells them that he wants them to know that they are called by him like he called them by name not just I would put all these people on earth like God really knows each and every one of us by name and he knew each and every one of the Israelites by name and he wanted them to know that he also wanted them to know that he was with them through whatever they went through rather it was crossing a river and being afraid that you might drown rather it was in a desert place that had no water and you needed water um it, it rather it was going through a fire because of course we know in the Bible that um 
there's a there's a place where uh, somebody a, a king got mad so he put three people in the fire a fiery furnace and it did not touch them and so just knowing that when we are with God take us through anything and get us to the other side verse four said um it really got me because it was talking about though in spite of everything that the Israelites had done God still said like I love you you are my people and I'm going to train the lives of other people instead of you. And so in that moment, he was talking about Egypt, Kush, Seba. So they were all enemies of the Israelites. And they were taken down. God destroyed them. And they were never to rise again because God had promised that to them. So because he said it, it happened. He promised that they would have a future and it was only because God is merciful because they weren't even doing what they needed to do to get the promise that they should like, we, they didn't deserve the promise, but they got it. And that's just God's mercy being shown over and over again. And it is still true today that no matter what we go through, God will adjust how he deal with us based on how our relationship is with him. The closer we are to him, the different things going to be a little different because First and foremost, the closer we get to God, the more peaceful we are. And the further we are, it's like the anxiety, we drowning in anxiety and being overwhelmed to everything that's going on, depression, anger. We just dwelling in all of that. And so it was just really nice to hear God repeating those promises to those people, even though it had been time, time had passed. And he just wanted to keep reiterating, this is going to happen for you. I am going to destroy your enemies. I am going to take care of you. All you need to do is have a relationship with me. And so we get now to Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And it says, so don't remember what happened in earlier times. Don't think about what happened a long time ago because I am going, I am doing something new. Now you will grow like a new plant. Surely Surely you know this is true. I will even make a road in the desert and rivers will flow through that dry land. And this was from the ER version. So I want to start off um, because, again, you did also get this scripture and you were able to read uh, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. What did you take away from this scripture? Um, I think that I took away because I took my notes. I'm a little, little notepad when I'm reading the scripture. Um. I took away basically what I talked about in my honest hour to let it go. Like, why are you holding on to these small things when I have so much, so much more? Teacher, don't, 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 don't get on to me because I know I said that wrong. But (laughs) so I have so much, so much to give you. I have greater for you. So why are you holding on to that past? situation that happened when you can forgive and get get more it's like when i when i say it out loud it's like you think about like when people say um i got out of this relationship and i just got blessing after blessing after blessing like mm-hmm. let that stuff go so you can get your blessing after blessing after blessing i know i also have put in my notepad too because sometimes my mind just go a thousand other places when i read one scripture and i was like we be asking for things from God, but we don't even appreciate what we already have. Like mm. I can I can talk about myself, for instance. Like I keep saying, like I want a new house, I want a house, da 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 da. 
But every time I talk about the apartment that I'm in, I always say something negative. I hate being I hate being in a cellar. I hate how much my rent is. I hate how I can't use both bathrooms at one time. Like, how am I gonna ask for a house and I don't even appreciate the where I stay now? I got a roof over my head. I got money to pay my rent. Um, at least I can use the water. It's some people out here that don't got water. So like how how you gonna ask for something new and Ooh. you don't even enjoying what you got you don't even appreciate what you got which also takes me back to the saying where you be like they be like you can't enjoy the sunshine if you don't appreciate the rain mm -hmm. like how you gonna appreciate that new house and you don't even appreciate your apartment you in but yeah that's that's basically what i took away from the scripture just basically saying like stop being stuck on what happened in the past or stop being stuck on what you want in the future and be happy with what you got appreciate what you got going again going back to one day in bible study when you was telling the story about you having to use the bathroom and we was <laughs> like i'm all wait what why about you, you going to go pee but you were saying like i had to appreciate the moment like i had to appreciate like you got me through this moment and i feel like Sometimes we stray away from it, appreciating what we got, because we so used to comparing what we don't have. Yes. Thank you so much for that, because, again, that's why I believe that it's important to have a conversation about the Bible, because we do all get different revelations from it, because my re revelation was completely different from yours. Okay. But that is a great revelation to remember what what are what is happening right now because sometimes that's what i think about it is they saying um we forget to thank god for what he what we prayed for mm -hmm. we've been praying for it and now we got it and we forgot that we prayed for it like just stay in that moment real quick we be so worried about the future and what's gonna happen tomorrow or worried about the past which is what this scripture talking about so worried about the past that we forget what we're supposed to be doing tomorrow as well. Like, I mean, or that we don't worry about what's right now. I apologize for that. That we forget about what's happening right now in this exact moment. And so what I got from this scripture is it related to last week's podcast so perfectly to me. Like, pack light. Take less. God has everything I need. Literally, God has everything I need. And that's what he's saying. It don't matter what happened to you in the past. It don't matter what happened to you. It don't matter what did not happen to you. You didn't get married. You didn't have a child. You did get abused. You did get cheated on. It don't matter about any of those things because God has like, and where he's taking me is going to be better than any of those things that I experienced. The relationship that I did not have that I wanted Whatever God is going to give me in the future is going to be better than that. The child that, that I did not have, it is because he is trying to put me in a better place for that child. Like, whatever the case may be, because I do have a child, so I don't want to speak um, from that place. But, like, I had a child when I wasn't ready to have a child. And because I, did, I didn't think that that was the right time. But I don't focus on, like, the – I don't sit and think about – that was the wrong time. That was the wrong time. That was the wrong time. Do I have moments where I'm like, geez, if I would have just waited a few more months, a years, I would be in a better place for my child? Yes. But I don't sit and focus on the fact that I had the baby. Like, she, she don't, don't do it. 
Yeah, but but what I do focus on is that my baby is now seven. And so what am I doing now? What What is happening now? Because God is going to do something new, something better, something far greater than I could imagine with my child if I don't focus on the fact that I had her early. If I'm focusing on the fact of what is she doing right now? But what I love about my child is what I'm focusing on right now with my baby is talk to Jesus, baby. There are some things that I can't even help you with. Talk to Jesus about it. And so, and I see the fruit of that because when we go places and Aubrey prays, like, I'm like, baby, are you praying or preaching? What are you doing? Where's your uh-huh. <laughs> And But it's beautiful to see that God was like, if you start focusing on what could have happened, stop focusing on the relationship that didn't happen. Focus on what's right in front of you, which is your child. Don't focus on the fact that you had to move because your job was treating you wrong because I'm going to put you in a better place where they treat you better, where you get... <laughs> You you didn't get that promotion at that last job because it wasn't meant for you there. But when you go to this next area, it's going to be there waiting for you, no matter how much you try to run from it. Because when I say run is what I was trying to do, I was trying to run. But I was running because of my past. Past of my old job was not good. So it didn't matter what these people at this new job was telling me. I did not believe them because what happened in the past is that they would tell me things and that happen. So I'm believing that the same thing gonna happen here. But it's a different relationship. And so that's to say that when we take less with us, when we trust God, when we do what God calls us to do, he promises greatness from that. And of course we know as his children, this was the scripture, it was like God knows us so much because before he before the people, before the Israelites could even say, But God. What about when we were slaves? But God, what about when we was in the wilderness for all of those years? But God, he was like, don't remember that. Don't even pay attention to that stuff. Think about what I'm going to do. It's going to be so new. Yeah, yeah, it's going to, you think it's impossible, but it's possible. And it, I think about like when they were, when the Israelites were at the Red Sea and Jesus made the Red Sea into dry land where, and it blows my mind. Somebody explained it. We think about just like the water rising and the, you, you know, being able to look at the fish through the water as you crossing this new uh-huh. path. But also thinking about like God had to make that land dry too, because I mean, wet is muddy. They got to get across quick. You can't run across mud quick. So not only did he set up that, make a path in the middle of a water, but he also quickly made it dry enough for them to go. So what makes us think that God won't do that for us? He can't move mountains. He Like he can't move mountains. Like he can't make impossible possible. He split the Red Sea. And, and uh, Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel to make dry bones come alive. Like literally it was a bunch of bones. And they became people again. He made Lazarus come back to life. All of those things are impossible when we think about it. I can't do any of this stuff. I can't make dry bones. I can't make bones be a human. I can't make nobody that's dead come back to life. And I definitely cannot make no no river split in the dry ground. But God can do all of those things when we are doing what he has called us to do. And so... You saying this makes me go back to my Bible plan this morning. I'm doing 21 friend, 21 days of praying for a friend or with a friend. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and I'm doing it with my coworkers. But this this morning, the prayer was basically saying like, what a devotion. Basically, was talking about how we be saying our no be heavy, and pack light. <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, and we be trying to do everything on our own. Like, how dare you think you gonna? I'm. I can go back to my job. Like, my job is stressful. Like, how dare you think you gonna do that by yourself? Like, how dare you think you gonna take twelve years of trauma and change that in two years by mm. yourself? How you think you gonna do that? And then you turn around and go home and be like, I'm stressed. I'm tired. I'm burnt out. Like. Why you trying to do that by yourself? Why, like, you, why are you trying to do not God's giving time? it to God? Like yeah. this deeper than you, this bigger than you. That is so real. I appreciate that. Yeah. So with that being said, is there something in your past that has made you become intentional to forget things in order for God to give you something new? So I'm gonna repeat that again. Is there something in your past that you had to be intentional to forget? in order for God to do something new in your life? And how is that new thing treating you? Okay, so I got I got it. Are you asking me, like, is there something that was in my life that I had to basically forgive in order mm -hmm. to get something new? Basically, yes. Okay. Um, I, yes, I have had a, a situation like that that was big. Um, I, I mean, being honest, honestly speaking, I had father issues, um, and those issues came with a lot. I mean, like self worth, um, abandonment issues, wanting to be accepted, not feeling good enough, wanting to feel important. All of those wrapped into that one issue or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I had to forgive without an apology first in order to have a conversation of hearing the forgiveness mm -hmm. in order for me to walk in my purpose more. I feel like once I was able to have that conversation with my daddy and to be, uh, and I say I had to forgive first because if we don't forgive first, Sometimes we go in wanting people to say the right words at the right time, mm -hmm. and then they say the wrong thing. You be like, I wasted my time. No, Can I, I interrupt can't. real quick? Huh? Can I interrupt real quick? Sure. And I don't even necessarily believe that it be the wrong thing. It just be, it just don't be what we wanted to hear. Want to hear? Yeah. Right. Right. So then we'll be like, I wasted my time because. They ain't even say word. They didn't even apologize. Da, 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 da. So I had to forgive first and be and have an open mind when I had my conversation. Like, okay, Drew, take all your feelings off the table. Let's talk about your daddy feelings. Like, my daddy will hurt. Blah 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 blah. Like that. That takes all wrapped in one. And I feel like that. If I'm just speaking truthfully and honestly, I feel like I felt lighter. Like, mm -hmm. I felt like I started to reveal, like, relationships that I had in my life that weren't good for me. I started to reveal, like, dang, I really overextend myself because I want to feel important to people that don't make me feel important. Like, why are you doing it? Or I, I mean, I got it. I, I was able to form a better relationship with my fiance. Like, 
and us to have, sit down and have a conversation and be like, I do this and I do that. I'm fearful of this and I'm fearful of that because of this, but I'm ready to work on it. I'm ready to work on it with you. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to do that. Like, I feel like that was my situation where I had to forgive and have a conversation. And I feel like I am walking more in, in myself in order to get to my purpose. Like, I'm, I'm walking in a new me. In mm-hmm. order to get to where God want me to be, and I have to do that first. And what that word say, I am doing something new. Oh, yeah. how you get to be your new self, your renewed self, and that is so beautiful to hear. Oh goodness! And and if I'm hearing, uh, like if I'm hearing right, what you're saying is that what you had to do was let something go so you can change your relationship. Like in order to change that relationship, you have to let it go, and I believe we have to do that same thing with God. We we try to take all of these, uh, we try to take all of these things that have happened to us, we humans, and place those things on God, and we treat Him and our relationship with Him how our relationships with on Earth are going. And so when we change our perspective, or we get another. An, another perspective on the situation because that's what it sounded like you did like I forgave my dad then I got a different perspective on the situation from my dad mm-hmm. which made me like it made you see differently mm-hmm. and so um just to to add to that because mine is also related to relationships as well like what I what I got from it um is that I had to forget or refocus my mind from relationships that have failed so what I struggle with is failing more so than than the relationship altogether like when a when a, when a, ah, when a relationship fails that's what really grinds my gears like um so like friendships like when friendships fail when my family relationships fail when intimate relationships fail instead of me being or, or living in this scripture which I now can um uh, in this scripture, I'm going like it didn't work out, but that's okay because God has something new for me. I would be like, What, like you said, I do wrong? It would be a bunch of negative self talk of like, How can I do this? How, what did I do? How can I fix this? How can I? How can I? How can I? And it's not an I, it's not even for me. Even the stuff that I'm going through, Doug say this in Bible study all the time. It is what I'm going through, what I am doing is not even for me. It's for somebody else. And so that's why God put us here to talk about those experiences. So thank you again for being honest in in this space to just like I was going through those things too and this is what I had to do to get over them and because people need to know those people just need to hear that. People need to know oh, I can get past this. Maybe I don't have to hear that apology first because sometimes we feel like I got to hear I'm sorry before I go talk to that person again. And I mean, sometimes it won't happen that way. And we have to be, we have to know God to still know when to let that relationship go or how to like move forward in that relationship. And um, I like- Can I interrupt for just a second? Absolutely. Because I'll be, I be having to say stuff while it's on my mind. And speaking to speaking to what you said, like you got to know when it's time. Just relating back, listening to that out loud and relating back to my to what I said about my situation. I did try to do that before. And I tried to do that on my time. Mm-hmm. And it went horribly. Like, I mean, like horribly, like 
horribly. <laughs> and I don't even know how to describe it other than it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And when I sat back and realized that, like, I was like, I would never have compared, I compared it to, like, I would never have this, I would never do that. I'm never reaching out again. I'm never doing this. I'm never doing that. And I just had to be in a place of, like, what made me have my conversation was, and my daddy is saying to this day, what, what the devil intended to be bad, God had it all worked out. Like, it was a situation that went on, and I just felt left out. And I just cried and cried and cried. And one of them little ugly cries where you'd be like, God, why me? Like, why me out of all people? Like, what did I do? What did I do? Type of cry where I was just like, I'm giving this situation to you. Like, I got, I just don't feel like I can do this no more. So I'm just done with it. I mean, like, deleting numbers, yeah. deleting on Facebook. I mean, deleting everything where... I don't like to leave the man in my life just to turn around and God to be like, here you go. Where he extended the invitation. So I, I want to talk to you. This happened. It never intended to be that way. So I agree that you got to do it on God's time. Like it, it, it got to be, it can't be on your time because you're going to hurt your own feelings. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure it's in alignment with what God got going on. Yes. And what I had to realize, honestly, is that it wasn't that I was doing something wrong in a relationship necessarily like, oh, I need to fix this about myself or I should fix this about myself or they don't like me because it is. What I really had to realize was that I was putting my relationship with that person above my relationship with God. And so Mm -hmm. whenever something would happen wrong and that it would just be detrimental to my day like detrimental to my week detrimental to my month because I would just allow that specific thing from that relationship or that person to deter everything in my life because that was my priority instead of my relationship with God so the closer that I developed my relationship with God the bigger that he got the and I I can't stress enough the uh, Pastor Mike Jones, um, Pastor Mike Jr. I'm talking about some Mike Jones. Who? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had talked about his son, and he was like, "Plans are so small, Dad." And he took his uh, son to the airport, and he was like, "Oh wow, Dad, plans are huge." And he explained that to show the relationship with God. Like, the further you are away from something, the smaller it looks, but the closer you the bigger it is did you realize the size how massive it may be and that's how I had to realize about God and when I put my relationship with God on top the things happen like do my feelings still get hurt absolutely do I still wish that people would talk to me better or communicate uh, better do I wish that I would spend uh, more of my love language was this quality time with me absolutely but then I think okay this person I spending quality time with me well let me go spend quality time with the person who really loves me who is God let me go uh, this person don't talk to me well let me go talk to the person who really loves me which is God and so changing that really this new thing treat me my singleness right now because that's what what I thought, like, I really needed. I, relationships would go really bad for me um, because I feel like my friendships don't really go bad, but but I am very particular with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I try really hard to, like, communicate with my friends, but in relationships, I would be afraid to just 
be be who God created me to be because I was afraid that I would lose. That's that um daddy syndrome that you was just talking about. But praise God for that better relationship with our dad that we have now, so that we are able to um just walk in a fresher, a new light. We our luggage is so light when we let that stuff go because we okay. What popped up in my head was I think I better let it go. because we really should let stuff go when we let those things go we are able to walk in freshness and again back to packing light and that song she was like you gonna miss your bus trying to carry all this stuff we miss our next destination when we carry things we miss the next great friend we miss the next great business partner we miss the next great job when we holding on to and Maya, you, you singing the Erica Badu song, but I'm just thinking of Queen Naja, and I know you don't like her, but <laughs> she also said, you're you going to have to get your stuff together, or you're going to have to pack light. Yeah. 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 So, and it's not that I don't like her. We just, you know, she's she just not my cup of tea when I think about music, but yeah, she's cool. <laughs> um, but I just want everybody to walk away from this conversation knowing that like when we choose to have a better relationship with God because I said that when I was reading about how the Israelites um, how how God was talking to them and he was like don't remember the stuff of your past what he really just wanted them to remember is that oh, oh not, not to remember the stuff of the past in verse 4 when he was like I, I'm going to take your enemies and instead of taking your life I'm going to take their in their life instead they was trying to do my my kids wrong I'm going to yeah. take them instead I got you and it's like God got me bro <laughs> like as long as I love him and my relationship with him is good those enemies of the Israelites did not have a relationship with God which is why he took them instead of the Israelites but when we have a relationship with God when we know him when we choose him he has already chosen us he, he will provide for us he will do those things for us and as long as I get closer to him. So find some people in your life who want to get closer to Jesus and stick around them. Talk about Jesus. Talk about talk about Jesus to those people who you do have rough relationships with. Maybe they need to see that light too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you so much for being here. Thank you Thanks for joining. For me. I, feel, I feel like I'm in the midst of a celebrity. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I appreciate that, but you're the celebrity here. It's okay to the people <laughs> love you; they know you. Um, and I just really want people to understand that having a relationship with others is essential to our growth. And I appreciate you. I thank you for being essential to my growth, and hopefully, the growth of the other people who listen. All right, so everybody knows that I love music. I've talked about it in every episode. Episode. Everybody that knows me know I love music. So I just would love to end this podcast with a song association. Would you be willing to join? <laughs> yes. All right. So if you don't know, song association is just I give you a word and you have 10 seconds to sing, rap. It has to be a song, though um the lyric or the word in the song so you have to include it in your in your part that you sing are you ready oh 
I'm gonna be. <laughs> All right. Our first word is uh, well. Your first word is love. Go. Love. Never do what I was yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You got that one real quick. I wasn't even thinking about that song. Good one though. The next word. The, the next word is night. Go. One night only. One night only. You don't know lyrics, but that's okay. You got the night in there. That's so look at you on a roll. We have one more, and it is sweet. I can be a sweet dream or a beautiful nightmare. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of too. I couldn't think of nothing else. <laughs> Look at you. Good job. Thank you. We got our first association with all three, three out of three. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and the thing that I would like to do because you have been such a great um co-host for the episode. Really appreciate you for stopping by. We appreciate your voice. Um, is there a way that people can find you? What are your social media handles if you would like to do that? Um, yeah, how can people find you? Um my Instagram is Drusilla, and that's D-R-U-S-C-I-L-L-A. There's four A's at the end. That's my sister. What a great episode. I really hope that you enjoy my sister as much as I enjoy her on a daily basis. I really cannot wait to have her back at another time in the future on the podcast. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, again, please like, comment, rate us if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, five stars. If you are listening on Anchor, leave a voice message so that I can hear how you're feeling. Was this beneficial to you? Did you like it? Is there any way that would make it better for you? I just want to make this a great place for us all to learn from each other, to learn with each other. And I can only do that with you. Catch us again next Saturday. I will do my best to not make it this late. I do apologize for releasing this podcast so late today. And I will do my best not to let it happen again. But I did commit to Saturdays, and it is still Saturday in Blyville, Arkansas, where I am. (laughs) So, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. Thank you to Drusilla for joining us on our podcast today. Remember to be a God mom. Go out, be a mentor, speak about God. People love, God loves to hear them forgive people. I mean, like, we love you people, but God loves to see us talking about him. He loves to hear us talking about him. And I just want us to love doing it. Catch us next episode. Peace up. A time down. Pew, 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 pew.